<laughs> I said, yo, speaking of that, didn't fucking Kanye West do a concert that was two hours late to? Yeah. Dude. Yeah, and, and the sound and people were, like, messing up. Was, like, it was like, yeah, yeah, I don't understand. Has anyone been to a concert where the person started two hours late? No. I'll I be um, almost. I, so, no joke, Travis Scott. I saw him in Miami. Mine was two chains. Really? We drove from. Wait, 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 wait. You like. So, you listen to Shaquille O'Neal and Two Chains? <laughs> Hold on a second. I mean, that kind of tracks. No, yeah. but. but on, no, yes, but What's also, like, you act like you don't listen to modern music. You're like, yeah, I went to a Two Chains concert. Like, that's what? Dude, the Two Chains concert was like eight years ago. I'm different. But you like Two Chains? Yeah. 4 a.m. I'm just getting started. Like that? Two Chains? She got a big booty. Yeah, so you I know. A big booty. You know, it's like. Hey, let me let me can you rap a bar? No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rap two chains because I'll I'll butcher it. But you know, like, I'm like here you for know, you. forks a banger. <laughs> okay. I went I went to Dude, work. I made a two chain reference in like one of the in one of the first episodes. What? I don't think you know this, but it was when you were giving like a bunch of shout outs. Oh shit. Speaking of that, hey, I just want to shout out No no no. <laughs> I was I was literally one sentence into a story. Where we went we drove from uh, uh Miami, the FIU parking lot was where we met up. Period. Um, to Orlando so for this concert. Oh. Damn. We, so we drive up. We're like, we're getting there. It's like the concert said it was going on at like 839, something like that. We got there at like 1030. So we're like, oh, dude, we're so late. We're going to. The fact that you drove to Orlando for two chains. For, I was about to say, he's committed to James fan. Yeah. Well, it was it was like, you know, uh, the squad up type thing. You know? Okay, you. You, you gotta go. The squad experiences. Was Rohan yeah. there? No, he wasn't. Oh. Um, <laughs> Never mind, Rohan, fucking idiot. I love you. I'm kidding. Shout out to Rohan. Oh I'm the better. No, no, honestly, I'm and, the better girlfriend. <laughs> Sorry. And so we uh, uh, we get there. It's like 10 30. We're like, oh shit, we're late. You know, hopefully we didn't miss, you know, the, the bangers. And we get inside, and everyone's like, yeah, 2 Chains has not, he's not even in the building. Yeah. He's what? not even close. He's on, they're like, he's on Instagram story right now. Uh, uh, posting videos of him in his hotel room, like what? eating food and shit. Amazing. What? Like about an hour after we're there. What? So it's like almost midnight what by now. The hell? He finally comes in. Mm. He starts music, but he does that thing that a lot of musicians do, where they like, they're like, oh, the fa- the audience knows the song, so he does like the first few words and holds out the mic for the yeah. the audience to. Like, yeah. But he doesn't do it just for a line. He does it for like the whole fucking song. Me. <laughs> and so there was may- he's on for like mm-hmm. maybe 30 minutes no and this is how he's doing every song and then he just leaves no way wow and <laughs> that's crazy we get to we go get in our car drive back from orlando to miami the, was- the sun is rising at this point no. and we're just like let's let's forget this day existed <laughs> you went to a 30 minute chuchin's concert <laughs> yes that's literally Damn. That's literally like how long it takes it, to get to FIU under traffic, bro. It wasn't yeah. it, it wasn't an intentional thirty minute concert. We were expecting a several hour concert. But then he literally was like, "All right, guys, all right, guys, thank you so much." No, he didn't even. Do, he just left. He didn't. Uh, he didn't end it. He just walked out. Is this like a notorious concert? Was this in a club? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the club shows are the worst. That's that's the Travis Scott one. I didn't even make it to Travis Scott. I literally like I waited two hours in an empty club. Who's waiting for this guy to show up? Like, imagine how awkward it is to be sitting in a club that's not even. You can hear the other people's footsteps. It's like yeah. sticky. You can it's, hear people. It's it's the worst. They're I'm looking walking. around. I'm like, this is so awkward. And it got to a point where I was looking, and I'm like, he's two hours late. It's about to be one a.m. and I have to drive back. It was in Miami Beach. But what do you mean it was empty? Like, there's no other people there? No, I mean for a club, it oh, was okay. like it was like three people are at the bar, and they're waiting for people to buy a VIP room or whatever. And it was just it was just trash. And I was never like, showed wow, up. I am not. Did he end up Fuck showing up? This. 
I, I think he must have at like 3 a.m. But I'm like, well, I'm going to sit here in this club by myself for yeah. until 3 a.m.? Fuck that. No. Lewis, what was the worst concert you've ever been to? Um, I think it might have been a Modest Mouse concert I went to. Damn. Uh, I don't know what that is. It was like one of those like open auditorium like things. I, I just wasn't really feeling Modest Mouse at that day. I was like, I drove up for like someone else. Uh-huh. So oh, was, I was a festival? Yeah. I don't think it was a festival. It's just like one of those like open like those outdoor auditorium things. Amp- but it was, I think it was just Modest Mouse. I think it might have been another band also headlining that tour. And they're like switching off. Was this a, a few years ago? Like 2015 maybe? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, because I know they did a tour then. Whatever happened to that? Well, who's going to squat up for this uh, Rise Against the Use and Census Fail tour? Wow. wow. What a tour. Oh, nice. That unlocked the vault, dude. You, Rise Against <sighs> the Use? Oh, I, I they're they're of, not coming down to Florida, but they are coming down to uh, Georgia. Georgia. I heard a hell of Trump supporters, though, I think, Rise Against. Oh. Oh. Gross. <laughs> Probably, Gross. right? Probably. Um, I actually saw Modest Mouse a few months ago back in October. They, that was actually really... It was, at least when I saw them, they, they put on a really good show. Wait, uh, what about you, Mel? What's your worst show you've ever been to? I'm pretty grateful to not... Show. Wow. <laughs> Un- yeah, period. Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, bro, when she played that one song, Pedals, I was like, this shit ass, bro. I, I do want to point out to the uh, to the audience because we've never actually said this, but Glass Orange is <laughs> Melanie's. <laughs> She's actually, it's actually, it's dude, me. I'm going to be honest with you. It was me Melanie the whole time. During, I actually realized that Melanie was talented two, two, two distinct times. So Melanie wait, 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 and I... Before you start, I want to hear, I wanna hear about worst? her. What her. was your worst? Before okay, you my bad, my bad. I'm pretty grateful to not have gone to a really shitty concert. If She's like honest. every local band I've ever been to. <laughs> hey. I'm not going to get into that. Hey. <laughs> you can start with the old youth. We got beef. We got no, uh, I love their music. Yeah. No, okay. And then <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I'm pretty grateful to... I mean, I look at the concerts and i'm like is it worth it yeah you know mm-hmm. well you're a musician what, what, yourself you, you kind of know your, what's your checklist do you like is it just the artist or is it just like i would go see the person but i'm never going to this venue because because it's going to be a bad show yeah yeah i would say that it's more like venue venue and artist so like if if it's gonna be a bb and t i know that it's gonna be like <laughs> big booty and trash <laughs> hell yeah i know <laughs> i know it's gonna be really bassy uh-huh. so i just got to be prepared for that or if I'm going to go to American Airlines, I also know it's going to be really bassy. But, like, not as bad as BB&T. Where are they bassy? Bassy. Hell bassy. yeah. Fuck um, yeah, Melanie. Okay, but what about best concert? What's the best concert you've what, ever what? been to? So, the best concert I've ever been to. It was a Glass Orange concert. Yeah. Glass Orange. <laughs> Is in 1975. Oh, so good. Wow, Yo, what really? the fuck were they saying in the music? Eh, chocolate. Bleh, bleh, bleh. You know what I'm saying? I love them. <laughs> yeah, I love them. Oh, there we go. Petticoat. Anyway. Yo, bro. I, I like the first two albums. Like, what? I did hear that song. So live. good. I actually, guys. I don't think I've heard anything. I love the night. Oh, yo, they fuck. Literally, in the music, they talk about it. He's like, your lips are so cool. In every song. Travis Scott had them on one song. Yeah, I know. And I ain't playing with these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah. saw me how I quickly how I saved that one. <laughs> but yeah, um, that, that, that song. I, I, that was my introduction to them. I haven't too. heard anything else. No, you know, my introduction to Travis Scott was that song. I was I was like super in my like teenage angst stage part one because I'm in like part 20 now. But How are you still in your teenage angst phase when you're 26? <laughs> Listen, bro. That's why it's part 20. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So thank you, Melanie. Shout out to Glass Orange, the best group of all time. <laughs> um, honestly, bro, the Beatles were inspired by Glass Orange. Basically, I remember the 1975. The 1975. Now the energy's up. All right, listen. The 1975 um, was like, we're doing this song with this guy named Travis Scott. 
And I was like, who the fuck? Oh, 1975 is British? What? Oh, 1975 is British? British. Super. Like, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're really English. (laughs) Like, hello, mate. (laughs) Hello, bro. Hey guys, for all of our and we just like lost all of our English <laughs> for all of our English listeners, I lived in Liverpool for three months and London for another three. So if y'all don't think I do a good accent, <laughs> shove it in a fucking what is it? What do they eat? Not tea and crumpets. Y'all, no booze. fish and chips. No, no, no. Uh, they 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 eat a uh, pork and beans, or they call they have a word for it. Though. Yes, that that's what I was and mash. Yes, I was about to say have some beans and toast. And we'll kiss on the mouth, but um, um potentially. So, so but, John, what, what was the best concert you've been to? Was it 1975? Also, nope. It was the best concert I've ever been to. Was in 2015. Um, I went to a. I'm a huge Kings of Leon fan, and um, well, really? I think this is the first time the audience hears me not being a complete unhinged mess. Are um, they though? <laughs> I mean, honestly, my brother and I went to a Kings of Leon concert, and like they had just got him back together. I have every vinyl of Kings of. Leon. I have every album on vinyl. Yeah, it's one of my favorite bands. Damn. And uh, the opener. Was the Congos, which I don't care about. Then there was young. Then there was Young the Giant. Oh my god! And it was Young the Giant. So wow. sick! No, no, no! It was I young, love them, dude. Young the Giant, and they played. And I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I remember like so. If I'm going to a show of a band I really like, I'll like look at the two artists and be like, okay, like I'm gonna listen to the music. And I remember, so it's two months prior. My brother and I were so excited for this concert, dude. I like see Young the Giant, and they had just dropped that album with like Daydreamer and all these other really mm-hmm. good songs. That album with like the girl in the front. Dude, I heard the whole album. It became like a no-skip for me. So imagine two months later, and the King of the End had dropped an album too. That's what they were touring for. Dude, when I saw them do it live, his vocal range, I literally was like, oh my God. Yeah, like, yeah. It was so, like he played the entire, they played an entire set. Yeah. And then King of the End came and absolutely blew it out of the And I've seen King of the End two more times since. The second time wasn't that great. The last time I, I was there, I was I could have like touched Caleb's sweat. But like the fact <laughs> of the matter is that like, They've gotten older, so like the energy, like they were in their early 30s when I saw them the first time, and they were just like fucking playing. And they were playing like my brother and I are like deep fans, but they were playing like songs from like the first two, three albums. Like my brother and I are the only dumbasses in the front, like, hey, uh, you know, so um, Kings of Leon, so good, so easily. But and then the, the lineup, everything was just like the energy was so good. That's basically the best, uh, the best uh, concert I've been to, and honestly, um, that's what really started my answer. Oh, wait, wait, sorry, can I say one last thing? Yeah, because you were talking I don't about. Control you, man. Thank you, thank you. No, no, I just, I just, I know we we want to keep the episode going, but I do want to share a personal story of when I met Nelly at a club, and <laughs> I did not know who Nelly was. You're about to pivot like, to you, Lewis's I have concert. this on yeah. video. Did you not know his music, or did you just not know who he like what Both. he looked like? So I was at a club called Basement. I knew the promoter, and they say, "Hey, Jonan, you know, bring the squad. We got a free table. Do your thing." I said, "Okay, bet." So I go into this club. I'm 19 years old. And you know, I looked at, I don't know if you've seen pictures of me at 19. I look fucking rough. I, I look like a Justin Bieber, uh, you know, like Walmart Justin Bieber. So I go in there and um, and I'm by, you know, I'm by the club. We're popping bottles and whatever, getting a little lit. No, I was 21 rather. And um, I was like 100 pounds away. I look like I'm fucking mojon. So which means turd in Spanish. Um, so uh, so I go there and I'm, and I'm drinking. I'm getting a little faded. And this like larger swole man comes up and everyone is like, hushes and i was like hey what's up bro and he's like i remember he's like starting taking from my table and i was like yo what the fuck is this dude so i was like oh should i say something my friend's like no nah, you probably shouldn't say i was like all right but so um i have the video to this day on my on my snapchat memories and uh so i'm there and like i'm like hey what's up buddy he's like, hey what's up my man how you doing like, oh, good we start chatting i was like oh what do you what do you do i was like oh, i work at channel seven i was like what you do he's like oh i work in like business and i'm like oh bad like so like like you stay around here he's like yeah i like stay around here so i see people start to snicker I'm talking about this guy. He's talking about my family, this and that and this and that. All right, bet. So he's like, all right, my man, good talking to you. I was like, yep. And all of a sudden I hear, 
All right, everybody, bring it up for Nelly. And he walks up to the DJ booth, grabs the mic, and he starts playing. The first one he goes, and I think about is you. And no matter what, and I go, who the fuck is Nelly? And there's a video of me going, who the fuck? And he goes, no matter. I was like, oh shit, that's Nelly. <laughs> and um, there's a video of me going, who the fuck is Nelly? Question mark. And then and then two minutes later, I was like, that's Nelly. Happy face. <laughs> Happy face <laughs> equals three emoji. So um. I met wow. Nelly at a club and I fucking asked him, what do you do for a living? <laughs> he literally told me, I do business, man. Well, you know, by that point, he was probably, he's making more money no, off of a fucking apple bottom jeans than he, he is off any he was, music. He was, he was definitely like nice. And he was super amused. So honestly, Nelly, if you're listening to this, shout out to you, man. And your 2003 music. Keep rocking with your thing. He just did a show recently, actually. But literally, like, to this day, I'll never forget the moment that he's like, all right, man, good talk. He dabbed me up, walked up to the stage and like, the thing was like, and then I was like, like it was like without missing a beat, I was like, "This guy is smooth with it." So yeah, honestly, after that we hooked up. I'm kidding, we didn't hook up, but I wish we did. Um, shout out to Nelly. So, uh, so Lewis, was your your favorite concert Nelly? Uh, yeah, the time I met Nelly. No, um, was the the used 2015 maybe? Like they they did an anniversary tour for one of their albums. Was Bert there? Yeah, I think he was there. My I think man. he might have been there. My man. Um, they played their entire uh. In Love and Death album front to back. Wow. So there's like some songs that you probably can never hear live ever again. Like, so that was, it's my favorite album and they played it completely. That's so awesome. Yeah, it was my favorite ever favorite concert. What was your favorite concert, Kieran? Uh, my favorite concert ever was my first concert ever in 2010. It was a Phoenix concert. Wow. That was when, what do they even say in their That lyrics? was when Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix oh! was It was my, it was unscapable for me. <sighs> And me and like my three best friends from high school all went. That's fucking sick. And we play all everything? had different favorite songs from the album. And I had my song play. My friend Julian had his song play. My friend Javi had his song play. We were all going fucking nuts. But my friend Danny, they never played his song. Uh, and we were like, fuck, dude. We're like, if only they played his, it'd be perfect. And then they were like, all right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna go. And then everybody's like, encore, encore, of course. Encore. And then they came back and they did yes, Danny's go. song. And we like lifted him up and we were like crowd awesome. surfing him. It was amazing. Did they did so, they play like Lasso and everything? They played they played every song. They played Lasso. They they played um Fences. They played they played like Armistice. They played all of it. You know Armistice was the song. That was Danny's favorite song. And they played Armistice. Yo, you know that like man, this is perfect. I think the drummer of Daft Punk, the drummer of Phoenix, was in Daft Punk. What? There was a trio. One of them it was in Daft Punk. Daft Punk's yeah, well, two guys. Yeah, no, well, no, one, the, one of the members of Daft Punk was from Phoenix. Yeah, but I think he was like early on before they got. No, no, like, early before they became the two. Yeah, I used to be in Daft Punk too. Yeah, I actually oh, was no. a member too. Draco was there too, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. All right, fuck. But I mean, either way, I that's that album is still. I listen to that album still. I'm thinking about those memories. So yeah. Um, um, AM. Sorry, last one by Arctic Monkeys. I saw that. that was my second favorite concert. Close Ooh, second. Still need to they played that. every song. Alex Turner, his dick must be huge because I was looking at him and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I miss, I miss, I saw that album in 2014 when it just dropped and I literally was like frothing at the mouth. I was like, <sighs> I remember like to the point where he's like, all right, everyone, all the single girls, put your hands up. And I was like, ah, that's crazy. <laughs> that was crazy, dude. I, I lost my mind when I found bro. I, was, I, was let's fucking, get to this. I, definitely, I definitely have two. Best I was going to tell you, what's that, yours? Yeah. Uh, Mozart? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm torn between, okay, there were two. One. Damn. Was seeing uh, George Clinton Funkadelic par- uh, Parliament. Oh, was that? I was, I you were there. Yeah, that was pretty. But it, that was one of your favorite concerts, dude. Really? 
the energy that they had. That dude is like 70-something going no. hard for three hours. At one point, he starts doing Lil Jon's uh, uh, huh? Get Low. That show was so unhinged, dude. That show it was, was unhinged. So unhinged. I was, but he was. I could not believe how much energy this guy had. It was incredible. He's seventy for real. No, yeah. no, dude. The, the the energy that was coming up there, like it was very unhinged, but in a way that I loved. Yeah, there was a girl who was on acid that was flirting with me the whole. Oh time. yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. That was that was really funny. It was really funny. It was wild. She was she was gone. <laughs> yeah, she was. Really she was like she wanted to leave him. Um, <laughs> And then the other one would just would have uh, maybe been when I uh, went to the Shaking Knees Music Festival in Atlanta for the first time That's back cool. in like 2015, uh-huh. where um, one of the people who went with us had the flu, promising us that she was not sick. Guys, like I'm not like sick. She's like, I had the flu like a week ago, but I'm I'm over it, and we're like, I'm over right. it. I'm over it. I love that. That's you know she's, she's and and we like, get there, and she is like dying. So so throughout the trip, because it's a three day festival, everyone is just. You know, gradually, like, so the first day, only she's sick, but she's there with us, and we're, like, trying to take care of her. Everyone died that night from the flu, but, like, there was this moment where she was, like, gone because she was dehydrated as fuck, Uh and the strokes start playing. Oh, I've seen them live. And we picked up these two, one really drunk girl and one dude who was, like, tripping on something, who, like, he's, like, oh, God, I I can't find my, my friend's. Uh, they they left me here and I'm, and I'm freaking out. And he shows us his phone, and his phone looks like a fucking elephant stomped on it. It was oh, so shattered. No. And so we're like, all right, you could stick with us because there's only one exit. You will find your friends there. And meanwhile, another one of my friends comes, and he's like, I found this girl. She's wasted. No idea where her family is because she came with like her dad and sister. God, dude. And so imagine like, losing your daughter at a music festival. How do you get to that? I mean, they're all in the, you know, she's like in her 20s. So, you know, that that's Still. on her. She could she could find her way back. Uh-huh. And so we're like, the Strokes is playing. We have one girl who's dying of dehydration and the flu. Me. Uh, a dude tripping on acid with 100%. a really bad trip going. And some girl who's just completely wasted. We're trying to get them to the medical tent. Mm-hmm. At like, you know, late at night the, with the strokes playing all their greatest hits. In Some the people think they're always right. Yeah, dude, it was, it was like the You're memory like, of, of just doing that. It was like from a viewing the band perspective, uh, awful. From a, a, a an experience yeah. moment though. Yeah. Like, they're like, they're like, the room is on fire. She's fixing. And she's just like, they're like fucking passing out. It's like the kind of shit that you see in like, you know, a movie from like the, the, the mid nineties or some shit like that. Julian Casablanca is like sweating, taking a shit on stage. You're like, this is crazy. Dude, I, act- I actually saw them again uh, back in October. Same time when I saw him on his mouth. And he straight up starts a song and then stops. He's like, I forgot the lyrics. Yeah. My brother told me he did that shit. I was like, bro. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I don't remember. We're just going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. No. <laughs> Wait, does that, does that really like, ha- I mean, he's been like an alcoholic since he was like, it was it was one of their new songs though so he's just like yeah he didn't remember it bro but you made this it's your song yeah but i mean it happens man bro you made the song that's like <laughs> i've forgotten the lyrics to my own song yeah but you're no, not he, just like all right let's try it again yeah, unless he, you're he, that stupid was that fucking he didn't band? Fuck with it, man. there's a one band called mold the guy literally halfway through was like let's do it again i was like mother bro if my bandmate told me that i'll beat the shit out of him like, well, <laughs> this is like that's like if you're playing guitar hero Wait, no, never mind. You know what? Let's move on. I think this is quickly becoming a music podcast. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, welcome to uh, Miami Dice After Dark. We're uh, all s- sponsored by uh, Guitar Center. So speaking of, you know, just moving on, we're going to move on with this episode, with mm-hmm. this podcast, wow. you know, this Iron Playing Invasion storyline. Yeah. All right. 
And so, so anyway, 2013 Warp Tour. <laughs> Yo, this party might as well be the 2013 Warp Tour. We are. Um, tour. At, <laughs> at the end of the last uh, episode, you guys um, rescued a wolf from some mitflits, little gremlin-like creatures that were uh, trying to steal its puppies. They're Fuck them. They're ops. They're kind of. <laughs> and Kin, along with her, you know, for the first time, gets to see what her new companions can do in action. Uh, uh, Drake, the hobgoblin, uh, uh, hobgoblin fighter. I think I could, I could say that now. Yes, level two fighter. Every hobgoblin. time you say Drake, by the way, I, I hear Drake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I in this podcast. <laughs> Levi, the Levi Guadalupe. Thank you. The halfling you. barbarian. Okay. And ubiquitous inkling, yes. the gnome sorcerer Fuck with the yeah, wind elemental bloodline. Yes. And you know. Before we move on, because you guys did, you so you saved from the the Mitflits, you showed mercy to one in exchange for uh, the location of of what he called a treasure house and uh, a bag of loot that they were carrying, which you haven't checked out, but you know you have it, and you decided you were going to go back to the campsite because yeah, we haven't Dr- even opened the bag of treasure. Yeah. we should do that. Drake said he had some information or something to tell the survivors, uh, but before we get like really into it, I want to know like what. Melanie, what's like Ken's thoughts on this new party? As the main character, yeah. not, not as the main character. I know, but I, know like, I know, I know, I know. As the only one with like big hobgoblin trauma. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of the party is now a hobgoblin, so you know, there's that. Does she? Does she trust Drake? Um, I mean, not entirely, but she can tell he's not lying to her, so that's a good thing. So, I mean, she's not going to just... It's not like she's not going to sleep with both eyes closed. She'll keep one eye open. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, I guess it's going good. And and you guys were moving back uh, to the main campsite, which, if you're on the map, I'll I'll ping it for you. Bing. Um, Beep, boop, and you you come back and you're, you're moving through. And it's getting dark by now. You, it, it takes you a few hours. Like, it's been... This whole trip has taken you pretty much the whole day. And you get back, and there's a, a little fire going. And I'm curious, how do you guys enter the the campsite? Does Kin come in first, or does do you walk in as a group? I Pretty much, I'm saying I'm asking, how do you address the hobgoblin in the room? <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Racist. So Kin Kin will probably enter first, and she'll be like, "Hey, it's it's just it's just me. Um, I have something to explain." Okay, and and you see, um. You know, uh, there's an assortment of people. Some you recognize, but don't have names yet. And I'm not going to give them names in this moment. Uh, but, you know, at the campfire is some of the villagers you saved. There's uh, uh, Auburn is uh, over by the medical tent. You, d- you don't see uh, Rhina or Oral. You would assume they're helping out with that. But you see um, Jet is serving food to people around the fire. Um, with Where's Cargan Stefan? There. Uh, Stefan and Cargan are, are both at the fire. Okay, um, Lyrosa sure. and Tidel have you see they've returned. They're kind of showing a couple other survivors how to how to use some uh, bows and some long swords. Some of the weapons that you, that uh, uh, you had managed to bring with you as you as you uh, fled the town. Um, and as you walk in and, and you start talking, Auburn, who is standing over by the the tent, kind of comes over and she says. What what is it, Ken? Okay, so I don't want you to panic because 
I feel like you're gonna panic. Oh god, I'm panicking. Okay, wait, no. That's that's the opposite of what I want you to do right now. That's that's the that's the, the worst way to, to start. This is like if I was having a if I was getting really upset and you're like, just calm down. I am called, damn it. <laughs> you sound so crazy right now. Every- <laughs> Um, Excuse me, uh, Kin. Uh, if you don't mind, I, what 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 I think what Kin is trying to say here is that we've we've made a friend on our on our journey, a, a friend that uh, you may not trust, but we found is very uh, suitable and uh, amenable to all of our interests. Explain, please. Okay, okay, hold on. So then Levi walks in in front of everyone. He goes, "Hold, everyone, just relax." What we're trying to say, Auburn, is that first of all, how you doing? I, I'm I'm doing good. How are you, Levi? How's your head doing? I don't, you know me. You know how I do it. Anyways, let me be honest with you. First of all, you look good. Thank you. You you all look uh, good too. You're, yeah. you're doing well. Okay. Well, look, we oh, thank you. We were at we were we were walking a lot. My legs were hurting. I had like a little bit of a stomach ache. But besides that, <laughs> um, we were here. And there was this guy, and there was a squirrel. There was like poop everywhere. And then he told me like, "Ooh, we have like, we can help you. I can help you." He looks a little weird. Like he's like a goblin, but he looked a little weird. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Did you say a, a goblin? Wait, wait, chill, well, chill. I, 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 I think he, I think with she, Levi, she, she gestures to uh, Lyros and Tidel, like, "Come here." Like, wait, no, no, no. Auburn, I, wait, I, I, wait, think, I think I <laughs> think what Levi is trying to say is that we have met. A hobgoblin, big and green, who is an enemy of the the Iron Fangs. He talks to squirrels that, that, that fought all of you, and he wants to help destroy them. Ken, is this true? Yes, it's true. <laughs> now, and, and you and you just <laughs> where, where, where's this hobgoblin? Do you, um, you just believe him? Um, Drake, Drake, Drake. Oh yeah. And listen, I. I don't think he's lying, and I, I feel like you would need to see him to kind of get it. Listen, he look a little crazy. I'm not going to lie to you, Auburn. No, he, <laughs> he, he, he looks and is a little crazy, but so he is also not our enemy. So how far up is his walk? I know. I think we're, you're like still just in the bushes. Yeah, yeah. So how, yeah, how far do I have to walk like up? Five, ten feet. I'm literally just ten feet away? Yeah. Like in, in, the, in the tree line, yeah. Okay. So I, I hobble up on my cane slowly. And then as I get closer to you guys, I kind of fall, but then I tumble like Willy Wonka. <laughs> like the Willy Wonka entrance. I do literally the Willy Wonka entrance. Okay. <laughs> you, where's your squirrel? Uh, uh, L- L- uh, Lieutenant Dan. Don't tell me you have a... Wait, wait, what did don't you tell name? Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Oh, my God. Don't tell me you have a squirrel familiar. No, that's silly. I have an animal that I've trained. Okay. Okay. Don't be ridiculous. That works. That works. You're being crazy right now, Kira. <laughs> You're being so crazy. That never happens. And at this point, uh, Lyros and Tidel have, you know, got in there, and they have both of their bows drawn, arrows pointed at this hobgoblin. Ken's just going to walk in front and be like, listen, listen, I, I need you to please just trust me on this one. And Ubiquitous walks up in front of Kin and does the same thing, but he's two feet shorter, so it doesn't make a difference. He's like, "No, wait, she's right." And then, and then Levi walks in front of them, and he's like, "Guys, listen to me. I need everyone to listen." There's a silence in the camp. Is there? Is there? Bit. I don't for know second, about that. For a second, for a second, like, like in it's the, a little the, tense. It's a little it's tense. Very tense. So, so he goes, he goes, guys. I know I'm not the most serious, but we already had one place explode. <laughs> 
We don't need two plates explode. Levi, that's that's exactly why we're cautious. The these hobgoblins are what made how did you put it? Bandar <laughs> explode. Or I'm sorry, you said explode. Oh yes. <laughs> Thank you for saying it correctly. Well listen, listen, you're being just relax. He's Don't tell me to relax. I'm <laughs> relaxed. Okay, okay, listen. I think that Auburn and Tyrell and uh, Lyrosa, Tydell, I apologize, Tydell. Tydell and Lyrosa. How did you know my name? You've, you've never <laughs> met me before. Kin explained it all to me before we got here. Convenient. <laughs> I, think, I think that all of you should ask our friend Drake any questions that you may have because he is eager to speak to you about how he can help us. Yeah, he kind of lit. Let's listen to him. Auburn thinks for a moment, and she moves over to Lyrosa and Tidal. She says, "You two, go, uh, go check the perimeter. Make sure that they, that there's that this isn't a trap." Yes, please, please. We have nothing mm-hmm. to hide. He has nothing to hide. Gnome, quiet. He's a crazy goblin. Man. Okay, sure. <laughs> you come with me, Kin. Levi, huh? Weapons, weapons ready. Uh, Gnome, you're also going to come with come with me. Um, and she turns to mm-hmm. to Stefan, and she says. I know you're you're not very useful with a bow, but come with come to have a sword. And she leads the group to a tent where she has um, Ubiquitous and Draic uh, uh, sitting in front of her. Their weapons have been taken. Oh. Or do you let them take your weapons? Actually, is, is so they question. want to take mm. Ubiquitous weapons. They don't want they don't want the two of you having weapons in this moment. She says we. For for our safety, you need to relinquish your weapons. We need to ask you some questions. Uh, like, oh, uh, sure. I mean, I I I'm not associated with with the hobgoblin, but I, I I mean, if this would make you feel better, sure. And so he grabs his long spear and he pulls out a sling from under his coat and he pulls out a, a dagger as well from under his coat and just hands them all to uh, whoever is asking for it. Levi looks at, at you. He goes. Wait, I'm there, right? Yeah, and Le- Levi and, and Ken are not having their weapons. No, yeah. So I look at you. So I look at you, and I and I look at you because I go, damn. I go, you were strapped like that. Oh yes, I I, I must be a, a strapped at you, all, you, all time. You keep that thing on you like that. I uh, three things. Yes. Wow. Yes, I <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't want to force the moment, but damn it, bro, that's funny. That funny. Oh, that's good. Three <laughs> wow and he looks at you and he's kind of like he's like all right he's, and he's, he's gonna say hey man you kind of lit thank you i i think you're very lit as well <laughs> and, <laughs> this is going so well i'm, this is, so, happy. I, I'm <laughs> so glad i met you man you're cool you're cool people man and what, what about drake oh uh, drake like understands his like standard military like procedure do you like, just salute really... them or something? Yeah, no, he's standing like at attention, like saluting. He's very much. I don't know. You guys don't really get a vibe. Like he puts on the act of like crazy old guy, mm-hmm. but also now he's like standing at full attention, like back straight, like he's in a military drill right now. So yeah, he just relinquishes his weapons. Okay. Okay. So he, ubiquitous is like muttering it. to himself, and he's just like, "Yes, I, I do think this is going very, very well." I, I yes, I, I agree. I. I I can't believe that I, I and he's just talking, just completely mumbling to himself. And um, by the way, Levi totally like entertained by this. He's like, <gasps> he's just watching. He's like, this is crazy. And so short um, attention span. Yeah. Uh, um, Stefan is by the door, holding a, a long sword. He's so hot. Um, 
Sorry. Yeah, check to see how hot he is. Dude. You've already checked how hot he is. Dude, honestly. Remember he has, uh, what was the word? Diluted elf hotness. <laughs> so yeah, for, for all of our listeners who are he's tuning quarter, in in season two, elf, can you explain who he is? Because some people might be confused. You're right. Uh, I like how you're calling it season two. Like this is actually going to be split up as like, see, may, maybe we could do that. Why not? Um, Stefan is Stefan von Nermathos, oh, okay. an NPC that they rescued that in the book was written as um, level one warrior. Uh, uh, and Until we brought him to life, they yeah. they asked for a name. The lore of Stefan, and I couldn't think of one in the moment, and so he became Stefan von Nermathos. And then, in a, a test to see if he could protect some survivors, they handed him a longbow, and I rolled to for an attack and got a natural twenty. Let's go! And so they've th- th- this group has decided that he is the main character. an important character. <laughs> no, no, no he's, none he's, of us were able to realize that that was the luckiest thing he's ever done. He is life. like the hottest character. Yeah. The, the entire story. The, the next time the he chosen made an one. attack attempt, it was a natural one. Yeah, and I literally yeah. died. I literally died because of that. <laughs> <laughs> and so Auburn is is standing over. Um, she, well, I guess they're not seated, but um, she stands before uh, a ubiquitous. <clears throat> And Draic, and she has uh, Kin and Levi stand on like either side of her, um, and she says, "Look, I, ubiquitous. You may be a gnome and not affiliated, but you must understand that we had a vicious hobgoblin attack just two days ago that left our village destroyed and hundreds dead. Yes, I, so I, 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 you I you w- should understand that we are." Suspicious that you arrived pretty randomly this morning, and a little bit later you return with a hobgoblin. Not just any hobgoblin, but a hobgoblin in military uniform. So, goblin, I, I trust you have a name. Oh no, ubiquitous! They're on to us. No, I'm not, I'm <laughs> oh no, you. No, I, there's no plan. To, okay, execute them. <laughs> Levi, chop his head off. Uh, that was a joke. <laughs> I'm, okay, guys, I'm in rage. No kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. What, what does what does Drake say when asked about his name? Oh, he actually said that. He's absolutely joking around this time. That's oh, he actually. Said that, that. He's a crazy old guy. Yeah, he definitely would say something like that. And so he then was like, no, no, there's no plan. <laughs> All right, everyone, kill this Auburn. <laughs> Very funny joke. Okay. Every, Auburn, he talks to squirrels. He's he's crazy. We're all crazy. Don't worry. You're all crazy. Okay. I, I don't I don't think that's uh, quite true either, Levi. I, I think we're all very sensible. I'm just saying, Auburn, like, we were, like, saying jokes. You know what I mean? Like, this is all, like, a joke. Except I, I, for the I think that this is very much not a joke. <laughs> I think now I'm eyeing Auburn. is like, hmm. And then I turn to Ken. It's like, well, it seems like you guys aren't with the Iron Fang Legion after all. No, as we've told you repeatedly, we, we are not with the Iron Fang Legion. These these are the survivors of the of the uh, devastation. Auburn, let's just put it this way. Um, like three idiots. He <laughs> likes to think that Levi is the leader. If that tells you anything, I'm waving. <laughs> <laughs> Whether or not he's smart is not the question. Goblin, <laughs> tell me why should we not have you executed as a member of of this hobgoblin force? What hobgoblin force destroyed your village? I don't know their name. They came very suddenly. Young Kin said it was the Iron Fang Legion. Yes, the Iron Fangs. Is that, Kin, is, is that what they, they said? Yeah, um, right before the bridge, um, 
exploded or before I went down really. Um, they asked me to surrender to the Iron Fang Legion. And Goblin, what do you? Who is this Iron Fang no, Legion? No, we, no. as I said, it was a surprise attack. We know nothing of these forces. All right, so now he's back to like crumpled old man persona. Like, okay. No, this will not do at all. So, I was once part of the Iron Fang Legion, but back when we were a small mercenary group, not enough people to take down an entire village. Go on. I have been in the Fangwood for many, many years. Me and my Legion of Squirrels. And I, like, pull up Lieutenant Dan, <laughs> who is a small squirrel in also military attire. How how well made is the military attire? It is very ragged. Mm. Very ragged? Yeah, it is like basically you see it's like sewn from scraps of his own military attire. I mean for <laughs> for an arts and crafts project from a crazy old hobgoblin, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Like he may have like tiny like metals. Dexterity is not their uh their race yeah. bonus, yeah, yeah. I don't think. So uh but concerns me. I left the hobgoblin force so long now i don't remember it's been tough living out here in the woods i've had to resort to talking to squirrels uh, how 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 many years have you lived out in the forest it's hard to say oh well and and why did you leave these hobgoblins the iron fangs joined with up with the monster legion in Molthoon many years ago the monster legion when when you say this auburn has kind of like a look of surprise he says, you, you're saying they fought for Molthoon? This attack was just some Molthoon trick? I've been out in the woods. I don't know. I did not agree with their methods of joining the Monster Legion, so I left and joined the tried to join the Cheesy Nacho Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> and then Levi goes, so then Levi's going to interject, and he's going to be like, he's going to be like, the Cheesy Nacho Rangers? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, the... the Cheesy nacho? That sounds kind of good. <laughs> that I've heard of rangers from this area. Mm. I feel like I should be offended. <laughs> fact, t- no, I, I am offended. <laughs> it's it's, it's Chernasardo. Oh, right. The Chernasardo rangers. Well, what makes you think we would take you in? Auburn, he was speaking Spanish. I understood what this he is many. No, he wasn't speaking. What is Spanish? Okay. <laughs> Hey. You know, like the lang- the thing that you see me and my dad talking about, like hola como está, like you know what I'm saying? No, that Okay, you know what? You're being I crazy. Think is, I think it's quite literally a problem that they don't know what you're saying. But but you speak Spanish, right? No, I don't know. So what I'm Spanish like, hola, is. like como está like you know okay. All right, oh. continue. I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. These people are uncultured. Please continue talking. All right. And then he like he kinda gets a little stern, like, now you listen here, young whippersnapper. <laughs> I try to I join so I try to find the Rangers many many years ago and i kind of lost my way in the forest yes well our our bases were designed not to be found it'd be pretty pointless if they if they could be found easily by a monster such as yourself you call me a monster just because a group of my heritage ancestry ancestry burned down your villages how many humans have burned down villages and yet, I don't inherently go around distrusting humans. Well, first of all, I called you monsters because you joined a group called the Monster Legion. You're calling <laughs> yourselves monsters. But second, I also did not, though. 
To be fair. Well, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> how, how, why would I trust you? How do I know you're not a spy? The squirrel. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, the squirrel? What does the, the, the squirrel have to do with anything? Ah, he said he'd vouch for me. Okay. But you can ask Ken. And the squirrel goes... <laughs> And salutes. <laughs> you see, you guys, listen. Let's let's just let's just talk about this really quick. My, he's a clever fellow. <laughs> let's just talk about this. Look, guys, when the Guadalupe, he's very articulate. When the Guadalupe clan came to the village all these years ago, all we spoke was Spanish, and 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 we barely knew what tools were. We all learned our ways. Father taught me our ways. We all learned English. We all learned to be like you. Common. Common. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. But like. You see what I mean? Like, we were all different at one point, and now we're not different anymore. Right. So, like, like, wait, listen to me, guys. Listen. So, look at him. And I point to you. He looks a little crazy. You know, sure, he killed people, probably. Sure, he murdered our village. And I'm like, keep leaning. I'm like, sure, they pillaged us. <laughs> Again, that was not killed, me. They killed a lot of loved ones. But listen to me. Maybe, guys... And that squirrel was speaking Spanish. I heard him. Maybe he's not so crazy because he was just like us, like the Guadalupe's. He just killed a lot more people. Right, Auburn? <laughs> Give me a diplomacy check. <laughs> oh, my okay. God. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for this moment. Oh, jeez. Oh, Hold on. You can use your halfling luck on this. Oh, no. Wait. You need you to. I want to re-roll that. Okay, can I re-roll it? <laughs> yes. Okay. With your halfling luck? Yeah. Eight total. There's zero diplomacy on my character. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> Look, I we can't trust him this easily, Goblin. And you still haven't told me your name. My name is Drake. Drake, you will. Here's what we're gonna do. You can stay here. You cannot have your weapons while you are in the t- in. The camp. However, you will accompany Levi, Kin, and I guess this ubiquitous, the gnome. Hello. <laughs> who seems like he doesn't know anything about anything. When they, talks to the wind. When they go on their scouting trips, you will be given your weapon then, but... Yes, that, that was quite rude. I, I the, agree. The three of you are responsible for keeping an eye on him. And while you are in the campsite, you will be on under constant guard by Stefan. Hi, Stefan. And Stefan kind of nods his head. Hello. Mm. Is this agreeable with you? You are a very attractive group of refugees. Right? Uh, but yes, this is agreeable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like staring at Stefan. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of giving him a double take. He's like, is he s- why is he so hot? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Stefan, you looking kind of hot. And she turns to leave and she says, Oh, and you must tell us all you know about the Iron Fang Legion. You, if you, if what you say is true and that you left years ago, it might not be useful. But any information is is better than what we have now. She but walks out of the tent and wait. wait, wait I, I, I stop Aubrey for a sec. It's like, so what exactly is your plan? She stops and she says, "We're going to move through the. Fo- we need to move through the forest and find a, a safe place." For the survivors, and we—I guess—we're going to wait it out until it's safe to to return and rebuild Feindar. 
So it seems for now our goals are the same. Your your goal is to wait in the forest and rebuild Feindar? Uh Escape the Iron Fang Legion and not be killed by them, yes. She just kind of, no comment, walks out. <laughs> Stefan moves up and she says, and says uh, well, um, hi. Hey, Stefan, uh, what's hello. up? Hey. You say your name is uh, Drake. I guess I'm your I'm your guard. You're um, a very handsome young man. Hey, you Thank you. Fine. You're hey. uh, you're not like, bad yourself. Like holy shit, you are so chiseled, Stefan. I'm gonna be real with you, dog. You fine as hell. Uh, I agree with Levi again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> We're just so, actually harassing another person. <laughs> I guess my job is to keep an eye on you and uh, find out all you know about the Iron Fang Legion. If you could t- start from the. He kind of looks over at Kenneth. The, the beginning, right? I don't know if you want to go that far, but um, good luck with that. Are our weapons still out? Yes. Okay. And he's like, uh, oh, sort of whatever's you think is best, I guess. <laughs> I have like this image of Stefan in my head that I'm like, I love him. <laughs> he's just like a normal dude that he's thrusted with this fucking group <laughs> yes. of the, the circus. Yes. <laughs> That's a, that's why because he's like just a normal or person. Normal dude, like super polished. You know, like the SpongeBob that's like super polished. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the perfect SpongeBob. Okay. I don't know if you want to tell him to start from the beginning because you'll start from when he was born. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> All right. So he asked. He asked everyone to get ga- to gather around. To gather around. He's sitting on a chair. He's like old. He's like still leaning on his cane for some reason. He's like everyone gather around. And then he's like, Stefan immediately takes a seat, like, you know, crisscross applesauce. No, no, yeah. Well, perfect, perfect posture. Yes. He hands him a Werther's original. <laughs> takes him, no pops classic. in his mouth. No, no thoughts in his head that it might be uh, poisoned. Does he trick. chew it? No, he sucks on it, man. Oh, okay. Good, good man. Good man, good man. Good man, good man. <laughs> this man knows his way around a Werther's. Plus one of strength. <laughs> perfect teeth. <laughs> no cavities. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> go on. Is that grills? Okay. So I was part of a bandit clan. We were known as the Iron Fangs. I will quickly pull up this document full of backstory. <laughs> sorry, Evan, I did not commit it to memory. <laughs> That's fine. If you memorize that shit, I'd be like, wow. <laughs> okay, so imagine, imagine like having someone, a, having a, a character that's big thing is that the, the NPCs just straight up say tell us your backstory <laughs> and then you gotta get everything out these episodes we're gonna like make this like 19 episodes for one so we'll do one thing yo this is this is a, an uh, anime yeah I was about yeah. to say it's an anime episode <laughs> right. so give us your flashback I like that you just said uh, this. okay we were a bandit clan in the mountains known as the Iron Fangs the Molthoons sent an army to wipe us out a mercenary group we wiped them out instead, and the Molthoon army asked us to join their monster legion, descend into Nermathas to destroy it, or at least cause as much chaos as possible. Destroying villages and people without defenses is not an honorable way to do warfare. So I left, Again, trying to join the rangers in an effort to give them as much info to stop the monster legion as much as I could. I got lost somewhere around the Fangwood for many years, and now you're telling me the Iron Fang Legion has burnt down an entire village in Feindar, of Feindar. This is most troubling news. And I pop in a Werther's original. Okay, you see uh, Stefan is just taking notes on a little, little piece of paper. He says, uh, okay, so... Hmm. Hmm. At this point, Ken might be able to fill you in more. 
Well, I was th- I was there in the attack. I I I'm very familiar with what happened there. Really? You're very hot, but you kind of look like a coward. I <laughs> I I'm not a coward. I I try my best. I I do what I can. I will say he did have a very a... step on. Step on. Come on, bro. Got it. Get it right. Hey, everybody's hot. I will say he did have a very impressive longbow shot um, the last time I saw. Did he kill a hobgoblin? I don't know. Did you kill a hobgoblin? No, but I I tried. (laughs) Of course not. And trying, you know, my father always said trying is what matters. Yeah. Coward. My father's never said anything (laughs) like that. Well, (laughs) it's the the effort that counts in the end. Are you guys all still sitting like crisscross applesauce around me? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, perfect. So I'm sitting around you. So then, um, is definitely sitting crisscross applesauce. No, yeah, yeah. I'm li- I like yeah. You're into this yeah, whole thing. He's yeah, like yeah. He's riveted. Like, he's like, oh my god, a story. So, so, um, so, so my, so I go. My father always told me, if you can't get one, you get the other. No, that makes perfect sense. If you, if you can't, you know, succeed, close enough is fine, right? And I look at you and I'm like, huh? Yeah. 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 As as I'm putting a Werther's original in my mouth, <laughs> I too am putting. And and I, I want I want everyone to know. So Levi is dumb as shit, but he does have moments of strokes of genius that he doesn't know that he's having strokes of genius. My my father, uh, my father does not say things like that. My father says that failure is tantamount to death. Is that not? Is that not a, the usual? No. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> Ken, what does your father say? It seems like we're, we're sharing stories about our fathers and, uh, you know, my father was swell. He was a swell guy. Um, so Ken is visibly... Um, uncomfortable? Uncomfortable. Is this the campaign <laughs> like, where she's just uncomfortable the whole time? Um, she's not sitting crisscross applesauce. She's sitting, like, toward the entrance of the tent. Or she's standing toward the entrance of the tent, just, like, arms crossed, listening. <laughs> 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 well, Stefan, <laughs> really character building. Levi and and ubiquitous are sitting around, engaged. This, this hobgoblin engaged. <laughs> She's just like not having it. So them turning around and being like, "So how's your father, Ken?" She's just like, "I'd rather not talk about my father." Thanks. Well, I think I'm gonna respond to ubiquitous, but kind of give like a look over to Ken and saying like, "Well, failure is a natural part of life. It happens." The only thing we can do is move on. Well, move on to the next life? Move on to our next attempt at not failing. Or, move or on, not dying. Or move on to the next person. You know what I'm, guys, I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, guys? I, Gross. I, <laughs> Gross. Ken, Ken rolls her eyes. <laughs> My father made an example of failures. And mm. I, I mean, I, 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 I do agree that a certain level of failure is required. But I, I learned very quickly that you ought to fail in private. So I want to look at you. I'm so I'm so curious. So Levi's going to look at you and he's going to look at your hands and he goes, um, uh, 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 ubiquitous, let me ask you a question. When we were fighting, I looked at your hands. What's that on your hands? Oh, these are, these are tattoos. I, I, well, the, I don't well, know. You, ta- you yet? Tattoo. No, no, no. I, I, the, the, these are markings. I, uh, when the wind began to speak to me, they, they, just appeared on my on my body. Appeared. Yes. So no one like put them on you, like no, you didn't like no, go no, no. stumble into a pub and like 
a guy in the corner like put them on you? When you no, that the, sounds horrible. No. Oh, I, well, I have one right here, and I look at my wrist, and there's like a shittily drawn like happy face on my wrist. <laughs> does it? Does that? Does that glow when you use your magics? No. Uh, this was uh, my father. Uh, we were we we were at the bar, and he drew it on me one day, and um, it's just on my body for fun. Oh, for fun. Yeah, yeah. So it, it reminds me that um. You know, if if you're if you're ever sad, uh, you know you stop being sad. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you're ever sad, just cut that shit up. Yeah. If you're ever sad, just just smile. <laughs> and you know, you're that's fuckboy philosophy. No, hundred percent. Sure, for sure. And you're just like, oh, well, that's that's nice. I I I, I appreciate the sentiment. I, I, I see I see uh, where that's going. I I mean, these I I don't know if I would put these on myself, but they're a symbol of my relationship with. The wind and and mm. so I'm, I'm very proud of them you guys are you guys are awesome <laughs> I'm just, i just I, I feel i need to say that you guys i you have such cool abilities and 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 you know oh, i thought you were telling me this awesome no this is this is stefan <laughs> melanie's over uh, me right now <laughs> like, are you, okay are you no, over i just it? thought that was so funny <laughs> Oh, wait, just, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he to meet you. I thought it was you. Evan. Come on. <laughs> Evan won't compliment us Melly, <laughs> Melly, do you hate Levi? No. Okay. Thank you, Stefan. Kin, kin does. It, it, Mel does it feels somehow better coming out from your perfectly chiseled face. He is so oh, fine, bro. He, stop it. He's so fine, bro. That's <laughs> empathy, I'm saying that. I know I, I have the jawline of a, of a hero, but, you know, inside... You're the real heroes. <laughs> I hate that he says this shitty <laughs> one. Stefan, can I ask you a question, man? Yes, Levi. Do you know what a amor de mi vida means? No. That means you're the love of my life. And if this was any other situation, you'd be the love of my life. Wow, that was awkward. That, that is, is very <laughs> intense, <laughs> Levi. You just but, thank, you, thank you, Levi. Uh, we need this man in the story more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I, I have to stay here because it is uh, Auburn gave me the job to uh, watch over Drake and make sure he doesn't murder us all in our sleep. Understandable. But the the rest of you don't have to stay here. Can we put our, wep- <laughs> can we, can we put our weapons away? Levi doesn't have to stay here. No, no, no. Levi goes, no, Levi goes I think I want to stay here. Um, or, uh, uh, you know, Drake, if you would like to leave the tent, you can do that as well. I just, I need to be close by at all times so you will be with us well you're in the camp i guess sure but like can you like like you be with us i i'll be with drake okay i'll be close to you drake (laughs) (laughs) i'm still kind of getting over the fact that you just professed your love to him and he said nothing (laughs) damn that was rough dude (laughs) yeah listen man like my dad said you take some you lose some keep moving forward Okay, so you're like, anyways, we'll just we'll just fast forward a little bit, um, and you guys, uh, uh, you know, talk, and uh, Stefan kind of stops asking questions because he doesn't really. Know wait, wait, what, what, what time? What time is it in the camp? It's it's getting late. It's like eight, maybe almost nine o'clock. Like it's dark. The only okay, so Drake's the, been asleep uh, for four hours. Four hours? What? Dude, he's like old as shit. You can just go to bed in this game. Yeah. 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 Do you not know you could go to sleep in this game? <laughs> like, you could just like be like, all right, guys, peace out. I'm going to go to sleep for a little bit. You can do anything you want in this game. Drake's passed out. He's definitely a handful when he's going to bed. He's like you... constantly asking for a glass of water and okay. then help up to go to the bathroom. He's like your abuelo. He, he is. That's what he is. 
literally so how many out so we just are the rest of us in camp yeah are you guys are you guys going to sleep or are you going out to you know tell Uh, let uh um you know tell the the other people Auburn and them you know about what you found on your scouting mission like what's your well well drake literally is asleep (laughs) well um ken Ken will probably go and check in with Auburn. ubiquitous wants to go in and check with ken actually and so drake's asleep ken's checking with Auburn. ubiquitous is checking with ken levi is um checking with ubiquitous Keeping I the think, chain going. <laughs> I think I think he's literally going to be crisscross applesauce while you're sleeping in the room, just staring at Stefan for a little bit. That's wow. creepy, but okay. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. all right. So he's like, he be- I think you might need some help watching Drake, and he's like, <laughs> and meanwhile, Drake's just like. <laughs> does, <laughs> does Ubiquitous try to catch Kin before Kin gets to Auburn, or is he just going? Or do you mean she's just going with her? Um, he tries to catch her before he like just on the way. He's, he just calls out to her to to sort of speak to her. Um, Kin, Kin, hello. Uh, yeah, what's up? Hi. Um, I just wanted to. Are you sure your name's not short for anything? Kenifer, Kenelope. It's no, it's just Kin. Kenevive, just Kin. Hmm. Okay. Well, I I wanted to check in with you. I wanted to uh, see how uh, you don't seem to be in the in the highest of spirits. Well, I mean, um. The one place I've called home was burned down to the ground by hobgoblins, which one, one of whom has just, you know, waltzed into to our lives. And, um, yeah, I, I, I lost the only people that I really had a connection with at that point. And, um, you know, just um, being as cheery as possible. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to, to make you cry. It's okay. I'm okay. <laughs> No matter where you are in the camp, you can still hear Drake snore. <laughs> <laughs> did did they give Ubiquitous back his uh, weapons? Yeah, yeah, no. Every, everyone except um, Drake's weapons are are being held onto by Stefan. But uh-huh. uh, yeah, you got your weapons back. Uh, Ubiquitous is like, okay, don't don't cry. I I actually uh, I, I I have a trick. Um, what watch watch this watch this. And he takes like five steps back, and he pulls his long spear out. And he stabs it into the ground so that it's like pointing straight up. And he starts climbing it, climbing up it. And he, you see that it's like shaking and he's wobbling. And then he gets to the top of it. And he manages to stand on one foot and balance himself. And he looks at you and he's like, eh? eh? And then he drops to the ground. <laughs> That's a, a, a very good trick, Ubiquitous. Yeah. And he's like, yes, I... I well, I... I I thought that would make you laugh, but I, I, I guess... I, it's, it was great. I loved it. it was, <laughs> there's so many painfully <laughs> awkward... <laughs> I, I hate there's so many painfully awkward moments in this episode, but in like a funny way. Yeah, yeah. Bravo. It, was, like, it I, was very I, good. I, I, just, I just want to say, I, I, I know this is all uh, strange, and I know that you've just been through a horrible experience, but you, you can talk to me if that would help. I, um, I appreciate that. Thank you. Sure. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go now. Can can Evan? He, can, he we, starts walking can we cut back to the room for a second? Sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you come back to the room, and I'm just just a quick moment. I'm staring at Stefan, and I go, "So, Stefan." Y- yes, Levi. Like, what are you, what are you planning on doing when we leave? When we leave, where? Like the the camp. 
Well, I uh, I assume that I'll be um, helping out in whatever way I need to to I guess mm. maybe get us some food or um, mm. set up camp. Maybe maybe I'll do some scouting. Do you want like someone to come with you? Um, I'm going to uh, honestly. Uh, I'm I'm gonna do whatever uh, Auburn asks okay. me to do. Uh, I'm. I'm I'm kind of trying to be her or her apprentice of oh, sorts, you know. I, like that. Uh, I think she could teach me a lot, and uh, you know, I might maybe uh, I'll be able to join the Chernasarda Rangers or the the Fox Gloves. You with, know, uh, you know. Um, have you ever heard of the what is it? The Nacho Cheese Rangers? What do you call them? The no, though he meant the Chernasarda Rangers. Oh, okay. There there are no nachos. I don't even know what those are. Okay. No, I'm just saying. You know, I I'm just. Uh, can let, let me ask you: Do you, when the survivors were around, did you see one? Did you did you see my dad? Um, no, I'm I'm sorry, Levi. Uh, uh, your dad is he doesn't seem to be here. Do you uh, think in that in the when it went explode, he explode too? He he gets up and he he walks over. Mm-hmm. He actually he sits next to Levi. Mm-hmm. He kind of you know pats you on the the shoulder and he says. Look, Levi. Um, you know your your dad. He's uh, he's a strong man. I'm, I'm sure he's okay. All right. He he wouldn't he wouldn't have uh, he wouldn't have died in in that invasion. Okay. And then as Levi does that, he kind of like looks. Uh, as as Stefan does that, Levi kind of looks at him. He has his hand on his like upper like his like above his knee. He like put Levi put his hand and he looks at him and he kind of like you can see like for a second like a little bit of. Tears welling up in Levi's eyes, as uh, he and then they both turn over to Drake, and Drake is like, <laughs> Drake is like, <laughs> the 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 squirrel is sleeping on his chest. He's just like, and I'm like, all right. Cool. She, I can't believe you're playing Lieutenant Dan for him. The Levi, the, he's, <laughs> he is like, it's like, how do you how do you even do a, a squirrel sleeping? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd be like, okay. Uh, at least that's kind of like the sound uh, my cat makes. Oh, you see, guys, you guys, that was a real moment. Anyways. Yeah, and and, Le- and uh, Stefan says, uh, look, Levi, if you'd like, you could um, get some rest uh, if you want to help me out with uh, watching over the uh, Drake. You know, if you want, you could you could take uh, get some rest now, and I'll I'll wake you up in a little bit, uh, and we could change off who's uh, keeping guard here. And then um, as he says that, Levi, like, looks up at him and he starts to clasp his hands a little bit. You know, he starts to, like, cla- and his rings are clattering. He's like, you trying to tuck me in? <laughs> um, <laughs> he's like, he looks uncomfortable, but he sees the tears in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm if, still trying to be a fuckboy. If you, if, if it would help, uh, yeah, I, I could tuck you in. <laughs> okay, please. Please. Ah, uh, fuck, I'm nervous now. Uh, then Levi's like, you know what? That's a conversation for another day. Fade to black. Yeah, thank you. Get me out of that one. And uh, I guess on the other side of camp, uh, Kin, you know, after having that moment with uh, uh, Ubiquitous, the two of them arrive to Auburn, who is talking to Leros and Tidell, who tell her pretty much like, yeah, there's there's no hobgoblins in the area. It doesn't seem like it was a trap. Um, And Auburn turns and says, okay, now... Now that that's dealt with, um, what what did you find on your on your scouting trip? Is there anywhere that's safe for us to make camp? Well, um, we dealt with some mites, and um, they pointed us in the direction of a treasure house that they have. Um, 
we killed the whole group except for one, which is the person that told us the directions. But, you know, that's beside the point. Um, but it that might be helpful. Yes, it's, it's much closer than, um, than Kin's home. So perhaps we could start there and then make our way over to where she is from. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, look, we have a lot of people, 20 something, and, you know, we can't keep them in one place for very long. It's, it's dangerous. They're out in the open. But we also need to find a, a somewhere safe. A house is a great choice. Um, I know there's a cave system off somewhere, but we're trying to get to your uh, your family's home. So I think we'll start there. Um, maybe spend a couple nights in in the house if we can, so that everyone could kind of recuperate. the The injured will heal much better in in a house compared to you know the the makeshift tent we have yeah i i don't know how big the house is so i i don't know how you know spacious it'll be but at least it's a shelter okay um so i guess in the morning we'll clear out and uh clear up um the 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 campsite and we'll begin moving in that direction could i could i trust that you uh and your little group scout ahead uh, just in case there's any dangers, um, we're not walking headfirst into it. Um, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Okay, that sounds great. Um, I guess get some sleep and we'll we'll get moving in the morning. And Auburn walks off to her tent, and I want to take a moment now to explain how this section of the adventure is going to work. <gasps> Getting into some game mechanics. Woo! Um, for the listeners who are familiar with uh, some gaming aspects, this section where they're in the Fangwood is a hex grid map. Uh, and so Shout way, out hex grid. The way that works is that um, there's a, a series of hexes, pretty much. Um, and each hex that you move takes, uh, especially with the, with the group that's going to be coming with you, it takes a day to move from hex to hex. What? So pretty much at the start of the adventuring day, the party says, we're going to go in this direction. And so I'm going to ping right here. You're, this is the grid you're currently in. Um, it's the it's like the centermost hex on the map. And uh, that bridge. We or see- not centermost. It's it's um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's like to the southwest. It's the lowest point on the map pretty much it's right where the road kind of gets into it they didn't get very far into the forest actually i'm sorry not there one up so they, they didn't get very far they got like a day into the forest um so you're pretty close to the river the bridge the road um is that the bridge where we all literally got tpk yeah. yes okay it's destroyed right now so the good, hobgoblins weren't able to cross good memories but like if the bridge hadn't been destroyed the place you're at right now, 100%, you wouldn't be able to stop there uh, because the hobgoblins would have just ran through. Um, so I'm going to mark on the map where the, uh, what's it called? The the guy, the Mitflip, told you was like a treasure house. And it's kind of inward a lot. I said two days. That was kind of like and maybe two days with, uh, you know, just a, a couple people. But with the group that you're actually with, it would take you. I'm sorry. Let me let me mark where you're at right now. It would take you probably 
It would take you about a week to get to the, where that house is. Jeez. Mm. Like, yeah, when I was saying the Fangwood is big, and it would take you a long time, like a few weeks to get to Kin's, uh, like two or three weeks to get to where Kin's family would be. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're moving with this huge group, and Kin's family is, you know, kind of deeper in the forest. Oh, so if we, if we went directly to the house, we wouldn't be back for like another week or something, right? Yeah, so that's the thing. If oh, you guys okay. go ahead, it would take you, no, it would take you, well, no, because if it's one group, you could probably, just the four of you. Oh, we move a little bit fast. Two, okay. So, but it would take you like two and a half days to get there, two and a half days to get back. It'd be like five days total trip. And kind of what Auburn was saying is, you know, we can't leave these people here. We need to move them. Okay. So you move deliberately. Yeah. Um, so you guys would go to sleep and then the next day you'd be like, all right, we're going to go to this hex. And you could just mark it on the map. All right. And depending on what happens... I'll, I'll explain some things. There's also the matter of you guys got provision points mm-hmm. during your time in the village. Mm. Each provision point feeds one person per day. Uh, so if you check the inventory list, you had, Melanie, how many uh, survivors were there and how many provision points do you have? We had 22 survivors, 53 provision points. Yeah, so you basically have enough provision points for two days worth. Um, so you also have to consider getting more provisions and so you could choose to to have i guess the survivors that you found do some things or you guys could do it as well but it's pretty much they could take a few actions in order to find supplies or or help people so the the first thing with the supplies is you could send someone to assist an npc with a task you could send them to build shelters to create tools to forage or hunt for more uh food and provision points um some of the you, you know you you learn that some of the sheep and goats from the the farms in Feindart were scattered and lost and that you could send some npcs to go try to bring them back like look in the forest to find some um and you could even have some of the npcs scout ahead or just stand watching and guard the the tent so you have these options of of what you could have them do and also, you know that some of the, the named survivors you found also have, like, special things they could do. And I'll, I'll send you this document. Yeah. Or not document, but a list of all these things. So do we just decide, like, at the start there? of each morning, it's mm-hmm. like, all right, this group does this, this group does this. Yeah, so you could, you know, do you want to send people to, while you're out checking the next uh, square, do you want to, or the next hex, do you want to tell people to forge for food? and? get more provision points before you run out or do you want them to work on improving the shelters or or finding the goats and blah 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 okay if only we had someone who was very adept at surviving the fangwood for a long period of time yeah that mm. would be cool right i don't think you know anyone who uh, has any experience with the fangwood unfortunately yeah, honestly i feel like we're, all, we're just kind of fucked this. <laughs> I, I, I look at lieutenant dan's like it's your time to shine little buddy <laughs> oh you were talking about drake i thought you were talking about kin who was yeah. from the fangwood oh no i was literally talking about my squirrel me too i thought i was talking about everybody i thought it was about kaisel and kin yeah so Dude, you guys, who, who's kaisel he's a good homie rip yeah. to that guy you guys go to sleep for the night and the next morning you wake up people are starting to take down the camp um drake up way too early <laughs> six five in the morning doing like exercise that you're not sure are actually exercising any muscle mm-hmm. it's like just weird 1940s uh, exercise uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
stretching on a on the, his cane. Why do I see Hubicodus joining in on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Hubicodus was, was awake, he would definitely join. Okay. Does does he? How does he dress for these exercises? In full military attire. Oh, okay. Okay. I was wondering if it was one of those like khakis. Uh, no, no, no. Like you see, like Tim's. you see, like old people, especially like from the forties, wearing what's that workout thing where it's like almost like a one piece. Oh, I know. Yes. Type thing. And to yeah. be clear, Hub- uh, Hubicodus would join up until he actually broke a sweat, and then he would stop him. Yeah. Like no, no, no. This is this is this is much too difficult. Uh, you, uh, uh, you, uh, Levi is literally doing like one arm push ups, clap push ups, like fuck boy exercises. <laughs> okay. Puerto um, Rican, very Puerto Rican exercises. And and how does Ken wake up? Um, she had a kind of restless night, so she just stumbles out of bed, baba on her lip. What? <laughs> Wait, what on her lip? Baba, like, like oh yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. So she kind of like gets up, you know, and just kind of gets herself together, and that's that's pretty much how her morning's gonna go. Oh. What's the equivalent of coffee? Okay, so on on bean juice, on boiled the, dirt. She gets out like little, little NBA young boy energy. She just gets up like with her fists out. <laughs> um, and on the map, can you point out like what do you know around what direction you're gonna use? Like what what hex is the the party moving into today? Um, well, we want to go toward the house, right? Yeah, I see two green stars. Which one is? Where we're, we're the at? one away furthest away from the bridge, so it's like we're moving. Gotcha. You're 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 yeah. in this one that I'm pinging. Got it. Um, and which direction is the goblin house? It's oh, no, that's it's exactly the yellow one. Right. Um, so, I mean, Hubicuda says we just moved to the hex on the right. That's what I, that's what I, yeah, yes. I, I, hex, I, I the hex agree right? with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. This, this one that I'm pinging right here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And what do you, what kind of stuff would you want the, um, the, what's it called? Villagers. The, the, yeah, the, the survivors to, to do like forge for food or just kind of like move with you? Uh, maybe half and half. Uh, so the, the 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 provision points that we have is that for just us four, or is it for no, everyone? no, that's for the, the entire group. group. Oh wow. Okay, so we definitely need some people looking for food. I think. Yeah, I was gonna say we should. We have Tidal yeah. and Lyrosa there, so yeah, they should exactly. take they should take a party to go look for some yeah. provisions. Yeah. And the quicker the quicker we accrue them, the the less of a problem it'll be in the future. I think. Okay, do you send like all 22 people? Well, not all 22. Like, no, probably, like there's probably about five or six that are too injured to move. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I would say a small party of people that are able to hunt or find provisions. Okay, so you guys move out. And, you know, after walking for a couple of hours, you actually you come across a like an abandoned apple orchard and you see that the the the, there's a farm that's you know been abandoned and it's kind of collapsing um so you feel like it's not a safe place to stay or like not that it's not a safe place to stay but like it's open to the to the elements so it's not too much better than your tents and overgrown apple trees and everyone give me either a survival check nature check or perception check (sighs) 11 9 12 14 Okay, so um, you all see this apple orchard that you see, and you see the apples on it, and you realize, like, if you, you know, yeah, people could stay here the night, and if you, you know, pick some of the apples, then that could be provisions that would help the the 
the group and you feel like you know you could could even maybe um like get the apples before going back to find the group and bringing them in like you're like this is a good source of food okay cool sounds good sounds good to me i think we should do that or ken turns to the group and she says um how much space do you guys have to carry things um, I am not very large, but I can carry some uh, food and other such assortments. I have a backpack. Um, just you know, we can we can take some of these back to the village and or the camp, and we can try to bring people this way. I can carry that for you. Yes, you I seem want... very strong. I think that's you a think great I'm, idea. You think I'm strong? I, re- I left up my shirt. I start yes, flexing. Yes, I th- yes. I <laughs> like that. You like think, you think that's certainly. nice, right? I think you should. I think you should grab totally a larger amount for you. And, and I'm certain. doing this for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, and I, I actually have the hefty holler feet though, so <laughs> I could actually <laughs> let's do it. Okay. So I actually, I actually could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Okay, cool. so I think we should take some time to or pick some apples. I don't want to do any. Buddies else's are we drinking, actions, but are we drinking angry orchards as we're picking from this orchard? <laughs> Maybe. <Angry? laughs> I go into rage. Right. <laughs> and what about uh Drake? Uh, cool that idea. Yeah. Okay. Can you physically pick tr- apples with us? Yeah, I've got a cane. Oh, okay. Ah. Oh yeah, you can hit them down. Smack them. Oh. Are you picking from different uh uh apple trees, or is are you like grouping up? I think generally the same area. Yeah, I wouldn't say we're not too far away. But like, are you all picking from the same tree or different trees? Like different much, like, trees same within yeah. the same like yeah. l- little block. Yeah. Okay. Middle I was assuming it's an orchard, so like same the trees are like right next to each other, right? Or yeah, the trees shouldn't be too far apart if it's yeah. an orchard. No, 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 they're not too far from okay. each other. Yeah, we're kind of like scattered within the same area. And as you're picking the apples and uh-huh. you're you're collecting a good amount. Ubiquitous starts to hear a buzzing sound coming from the tree, and these wasps start swarming out of the tree and surrounding him. I need everyone to go for, go to the map and roll for initiative. Oh my gosh! Rolling like garbage. Yes. Thankfully, it's a, a plot-heavy episode. Yeah, literally. Okay, what did what did Drea get? Twenty-one. All right, Levi. Eighteen. Ubiquitous? 12. And Ken? 16. Okay. And what was uh, Ubiquitous's um, modifier? Plus 6. Okay. So, Drake, you get to start us off. Is everyone on the map? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, you guys see the wasps? Yep. yep. Yeah, they're big daddies. Uh, so, Drake gets to start us off in this combat. What does he do? Are they big enough for me to like kill with a sword? Yeah, you could you could try to kill them with a sword. Okay, yeah, because I, I figure like if they're like just a swarm of small wasps, like it doesn't really make much sense to hit them with. It's a, sword. it's a large swarm. Okay. Like in terms of mechanical game sizes, it is a large swarm. All right, I'm gonna. Um, and and if you've ever played against the swarm, swarms are not fun. Okay, so as I'm picking apples, I'm gonna assume I don't have my like my stuff equipped, right? I mean, you could have it equipped, but you probably wouldn't have your weapon drawn. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I don't want to have, like, my shield drawn. My shield just, yeah. would I be carrying it? Yeah, I mean, you would have all your stuff on you. Okay. You, so, would, you would be armored up because you were you were scouting for brick, stuff. Bricked up. Yeah, but you're just not. 
absolutely bricked up, hammered. You're just not ready for uh, too many apple ciders. Too many. Apple yeah. Ciders. yeah. <laughs> oh no. All right, I'm gonna draw my weapon, draw my long sword, move up to the swarm, um, and. Let the chop these bees. This is, <laughs> is crazy. This. this is a climax of the episode. Let's do yeah, this. I'm gonna chop these bees up. I'm gonna move and hit them with my sword. Uh, Do, how does he react when these uh, wasps kind of start coming out and swarming ubiquitous? Yeah, I'm like telling him like ubiquitous, watch out! And then I like I again with more agility than you would assume based on his stupid 1940s exercises he does in the morning. <laughs> um, he just springs <laughs> into action. How is that even exercising I, you, man? <laughs> it's like him on like that vibrating machine. Yes. <laughs> is that a bow flex? We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> So yeah, he like just Can't rushes play. in and uh, tries to swing his sword at the swarm. All right, roll to attack. That is a twenty-six. Wow, that's a hit. Oof. Well, I just had surprise. How fucking high is their hit point? <laughs> I don't know. Right. How high is their AC? Hey, we can't know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, I can't tell you that. All we know is that it's not higher than twenty-six. For sure. Imagine we all get downed again. Yes. <laughs> no, man. Don't put that in the air. Hey, man. New characters. Yeah, uh, that is seven plus four for eleven damage. Uh, what kind of damage? Slashing. No, yeah, slashing. Okay. You feel like n- not all of it went through. Like you swung and you hit a bunch of the swarms, but it didn't decrease the number. Like you killed some, but not like a lot. Hmm. And now it is, I believe, Levi's turn. So Levi uh, is rage going into rage one or two actions. One action. Okay. So Levi with one action draws both of his swords. The bandages come off. Super badass. Um, he goes into rage. He goes, guys, hold on. Ugh. And he goes into rage, and uh, you can see that he's like huffing. His muscles get full of blood, and he he uh, he he. I guess fuck. It's already two actions. So I guess he just uh, walks right up to the the bees, the wasp, rather. Okay. But he like walks, he's like stomping, he's like, <sighs> so he just walks over like a drunk girl at a club. <laughs> yes. He walks over like a drunk girl at the club? Like stomping, like, Ugh. Okay, uh, <laughs> m- move him up, and it is Kin's turn. Um, so Kin is going to cast um, Telekinetic Projectile. Okay. It's a good one. Um, I haven't seen that one before. Whoa, this is my Actually, first time seeing me, this spell. Let me back up. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Let me back up for a second. Hold on. Um, so she's she's been picking apples, and all of a sudden she hears like the commotion behind her, and she'll turn around. And she's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> you know. And um, she say, "Oh shit!" Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> 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 we haven't one of those in a while. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I hate anyway. it. About time. <laughs> I hate it here. And it's she's gonna time, immediately <laughs> cast telekinetic projectile, and she's going to use like whatever rotten apples and rocks and things that are on the ground yeah. around the swarm uh, and I'll I'll roll Was it a 1? It was a 1. Damn it. I, again, you light yourself uh, on fire this, and then this, this bullshit again. Cursed. I didn't light myself on fire. This lit you on fire. And this yet is a, this is a bad one. So, jumbled components. You are slowed two until the end of your next turn. So, that means you only get one action on your next turn. So, like as Kin's going into to um okay. To get her components for her spell out of How her bag, uh, uh, she she like kind of slips a little bit. You know, she slips on like a rod and apple, and spills some of these components. And so like she has to to pick them up. You have one more action. 
though, on this turn. Oh, wait, no, it's until the end of your next turn, so you don't have. I don't. Uh, it is the wasp's turn. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. And now you get to find out why <laughs> swarms are horrible. The wasp moves onto the same square as Ubiquitous and Dr- Drake. <laughs> You want to say that other name? Rip you you miss him. I yeah, said, I almost said. I know. I almost said Draco. Rip the home. Yeah, you bro. miss you miss him. It's yeah, okay. I forget you. Love you, Bobby. <laughs> and it starts swarming the two of you and stinging you. <laughs> and I need you both to make a reflex save. And I need to borrow a D8. Reflex save. You mean a date? I'm not bad with that. I'm not bad with that. Come on, baby. I'm sweaty again. <laughs> I'm literally sweating. So what did Ubiquitous get? 16. Okay. 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 Not bad. Not bad. 22. Yes, go, baby. That's what so I'm fucking talking about. Better. Ubiquitous failed. And Drake <sighs> passed. So Ubiquitous Shit. takes 12 points of damage. Wait, piercing what damage. What in How? And, um... Oh, my God. And... Drake takes six points of damage. What? And Ubiquitous starts to feel like a little kind of sick as the the poison from this venom starts to flow into into him. Oh, shit. Guys, I thought we were hard from that first and last encounter. And let me think. I guess it ta- it would take effect on your turn. Um, well, it's now Ubiquitous's turn. So we'll start with, uh, uh, I need you to make a fortitude saving throw. All right. Fortitude saving throw. Yep. Yo, give me that big fort. I thought that was a one. It's a seven. Not much better. Uh, Twelve total. You take six points of poison damage. Uh-huh. As I rolled the max poison. Well. Is he down? He's almost down. First blood of the new season, and baby. It's, and it's his turn. I just took 18 points of damage. Okay. I'll be honest. I, I rolled two. I rolled. So the, the damage was a 2d8. I rolled sixes on both die. Oh and then God, the poison dude. was 1d6. And I rolled a six. I'm Evan. Dungeon Master always rolling the highest of every single person. <laughs> um, kills us. He goes, I'm sorry, guys. I was just rolling super high. <laughs> the danger about swarms is that they don't need attack rolls to hurt you. They yeah. just need to be on your square. So, Ubiquitous is, like, he's, like, dropped down to one knee. He is absolutely being, like, covered in these wasps. They're stinging him. He's like, I'm allergic. Yeah, I'm allergic. You could see, like, welts all over his body. He's like, "Ah, ah." he's like, and he, like, uh, his hands flash for a moment as he's holding himself. And he touches the ground. And a wave of wind in a 15-foot cone diagonally uh, blows out. So he's gonna be—he's gonna use uh, burning hands as a wind spell. Nice. Um, and uh, that's going to be a reflex save. I don't know if a swarm gets a reflex save. It does. But, it does. Okay. Uh, so 20. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you saved, but it's still half damage. Half damage. Um, Do I get hit by that? Yeah. How's what's the what's the cone looking like for this? You deal two d six damage to creatures in the area. So the cone, I was going to 
does it does it matter which I, I mean i was gonna blow it in the 15 foot cone surrounding me but that would put uh that would put uh drake in the middle could i do it in the other direction like the northwest yeah and yeah, yeah so yeah, that yeah. it doesn't touch drake you, you, and that yeah. would still affect the wasp okay yes so okay so that's gonna be 2d6 damage does anyone have another d6 uh thank you so that's that would be 11 points of damage but you round down right so that's five points of damage uh i think it's half rounded up so six okay i know that i'm cool i'm trying to think because i know that's how it is with uh heightening cantrips it's divided by two rounded up so i i feel like it's safe to just apply the half rounded up to everything okay cool um so that was uh six points of damage and you kind of feel like it may be you know it seemed a bit more effective than you know you would have thought yeah from that uh like it you see some of the the wasps are like blown away and kind of scatter when they fly so the the swarm kind of shrinks a little and you have one more action so one more thing uh actually so Yo, did this boy just actually me i did just actually yes. he's pulling so up the receipts too he's pulling a, up his, his sheet that, so burning hands or i'm calling it blowing hands because it's fucking wind but <laughs> um that's a bloodline spell so he has a blood magic feat so that actually does one more damage per spell level Period. it's a first level spell so that's going to be one more damage so that's seven damage and what kind of damage is it actually it's wind damage wind damage is not a type of damage air i guess so oh bludgeoning bludgeoning sorry 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 bludgeoning oh okay then then i take it back it looks like it did less damage yeah than you would have expected well the thing with burning hands is that you deal 2d6 fire damage yeah i guess yeah so it, it's got to be bludgeoning because they say if it's not fire it's got to be bludgeoning yeah the then other. it's bludgeoning which makes uh, sense what what would wind do it would bludgeon yeah, something. yeah 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 okay so he does that um it does uh it does seven damage total and he has one more action and he mm-hmm. uses that to run uh he's going to he's going to move 25 feet in uh let me see just over here over in in the southwest yeah away from these wasps okay and it is drake's turn again and he's he's just <laughs> and I, i'm assuming that the wasps like kind of followed him and broke away as he was running yeah all right so i'm just like kind of swinging my sword wildly at this point like trying to hit any part of the swarm i can okay so here we go for hit that is a 29 to hit nice. that's a critical hit let's go his old Jeez. guys got fucking strange Sorry, it's just one d8 and i multiply by two right no, no, no. You roll 2d8 you plus sure? your modifier twice. Yeah. Okay. There's, on Path Builder, it just says two times 1d8. I mean, I'll roll, I'll roll we've two. Been, we've been doing double the dice the whole time. Yeah, let's just continue with the double the dice. Okay. I want to say that's what, how it says in the rules, but maybe I'm mixing it up with Starfinder crit rules. So that's uh, 10, 18 damage. Nice. That was a big hit. You have two more actions. You did 18 damage? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, my nature isn't great. I Does anyone like want to take a nature check this round, or should I just do it now? I only have one action. Nature, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Any, anyone other than Ken good at nature? I'm good nah. at nature. I have a plus six. I have a plus four. I have zero. All right. I'm actually, negative one, I think. Uh, but, but you're also kind of like dying. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, no, I mean, like, well, yeah, I was going to take an action to heal myself. But. No, so then I'll, I'll do the nature check. All right. I'll try it. 
You do. Oh. You're doing fine. You're doing great. Yeah, he's, he's chilling. I'll try a nature check to see what 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 these things are. Insert the the. Um, <laughs> I think they're wasps. That is a uh, nineteen. DC nineteen nature check. Wow. This is a Roll wasp on die. swarm. Um, I didn't know that. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, so you realize like, oh, a wasp nest kind of formed inside this tree, and when uh, Ubiquitous was picking apples from it, they're like, no, nah, defend the home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you a few things. Uh, okay, I'll let you know. Do you want to know about their special abilities? Weaknesses. Immunities, <laughs> resistances, or weaknesses? Weaknesses. They're weak to... They have area damage 5, splash damage 5. So... Um, Area damage is like cones or or uh, uh, ra- spells with a radius, like fireball. Or burning hands was an area damage spell. Um, right. And then splash damage is like the bombs. And then the five means it takes five extra damage. Like an alchemical bomb? Like an alchemical bomb. Would you mean like this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the splash damage from that would deal We're an additional like, five. <laughs> I do have an alchemical right, bomb. I done that like five minutes ago. <laughs> I have an alchemical fire. I cannot. <laughs> you have one more action. Uh, I think it's more coasting. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna go for another attack. Okay. Oh, that is a big third. Fourteen. Fourteen is a miss. Mm. Got miss sometimes. And it is Levi's turn. So Levi is fully enraged, and he's gonna go ahead and do a uh, sudden oh, charge. Oh, I definitely tell the group like splash damage or like you know area effect damage. And I look at him and I'm like, uh-huh, and I just charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? So See, that Levi's, sounds like a barbarian. See if I go, yeah, Levi goes, and he runs. Um, so he does a sudden charge moving right now. And I'm going to go ahead and I take both my, with my, both my swords. I'm going to do it like a double slice. So. Well, you, you, can only, you can't double slice with uh, sudden charge. Just kidding. So I'm just going to go ahead and do a, a nice yeeting slice with my uh, Kopesh. Yeah. All right, let's do I, it. I, I wish they would, like there was a rule where it's like, oh, you have two actions right. that fit well together and are each two. You, like fucking uh, uh, average it out and be like, it's a three action wait. thing. You should you should definitely move one to the left. That way we can't both be in the square. Yeah, so I'm going to move one to the left right here. Question. If I'm doing a spell that targets one creature, that cannot work on a swarm, right? A target, it can, but it's not. it doesn't give you the bonus area damage. Gotcha. So I'm going to roll for my attack. But it wouldn't take negatives, right? It would still take its regular, uh, its regular damage, depending on what type. That of is damage. that is a sixteen. A sixteen is like total. Yeah. What'd you roll on the die? An eight plus an eight. Oh. Uh, no, Can I, I can't use halfling luck, right? No, you could use your hero point. No, you, no. Wait. Our, but I still have. I still have. Uh, an, I, I still have two more actions. You have one more action. You would have one more action. Let me do it. I'm gonna roll again. All right, second attack. I'll take another swing. I'm gonna use my hero point. Are you serious? It, it, it was low. I'm doing it. Fuck it. I'm not taking the hero point. I'm just gonna go ahead. It was an eight. Eight total. Yeah. Yeah. That is a critical failure, but only on a uh, natural one. Disappointing. So, um, so eighteen to hit, huh? A healer is in fact injured. It is Kin's turn. Kin has one action. So. Do that throw shit that you always do, and you fuck up all the time. Listen. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna let you die. <gasps> Kim. <laughs> I actually have a healing spell. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> anyway. She's oh my over god. my shit, bro. Kim is hysterical. Stan is losing it, bro. <laughs> Kim became cre- uh, chaotic evil. Yeah, literally. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna cast Shroud of Night to see if I can at least disorient the swarm. 
Okay. It's a will save. I like how you like she did something awesome, and I'm like stupid. King. I got a 17 on the die for a total of. Jesus Christ. Um, it passes by the DC is 17. Oh, is it? Okay, then I will not spoil what the uh, it's it's bonuses to will here. <laughs> um, so it's not blinded. Well, that was it. Next. <laughs> it's the wasp's turn. The wasp is the wasp will stay where it is, and uh, cause Drake to to give me a reflex save? Um, Maybe not. I got 13 on the die. Hey, that's not bad. Oh, but my reflex is plus 7, so 20. 20 is a failure. Yeah. What? So you take 8 points of damage. Ow. And um, I guess we'll save it for the, for the reflex save. Like you start to feel the poison go through you as well. How many? 8. 8 points of damage. And then it's actually going to move so that it's on top of Levi. And do it again. So Levi needs to make a reflex save. Okay, uh, I rolled in total nineteen. Failure, eight points of damage, uh. and you feel the poison enter you. Uh. You like that? Uh. <laughs> I shouldn't have phrased it that way. And it is Ubiquitous's turn. Uh, Ubiquitous, give me a, or no, we'll save the poison for the end of the turn. Just like bleed. Um. What does the what do the wasps look like in general? The swarm is definitely uh, shrinking, pretty pretty significantly. So, ubiquitous is like he's sitting down, he's feeling the poison going through him, and he's like, "What sh- what should I what, what 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 should I do? What should I- no I I I, I I I thought about that already, and I think, are you sure you think I should? <laughs> okay, and he raises his hands up and makes it so that like his left hand and his right hand are in opposite directions and he starts to create this sort of like it looks almost like a thunderstorm like kamehameha kamehameha whatever sorry sorry that's all i thought of what is it coming out jordan just had a stroke <laughs> what is it called the kamehameha thank you oh, it's how, but it's how fuckboys pronounce kamehameha <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was so levi pronouncing it that wasn't me <laughs> Ah, <laughs> biting body, body at the bottom. Of ah. Insert, insert a sound bite of the, like Cody go going. Ah. Literally, literally, literally. So it's it's not really like an energy wave. It's like he's got opposing winds clashing, and it's creating Kamehameha. electricity. Okay. And not like Kamehameha. He, not like Kamehameha. Shidori. <laughs> <laughs> and he moves. he sort of harnesses it, and th- and th- and just passes it towards the wasp so what he's doing is doing shocking grasp but with his meta magic reach spell okay he can give a touch spell 30 feet okay of distance so he's he's using his touch spell as a 30 foot range spell and so that is going to be an attack roll fuck i hope it hits jesus christ it's like those episodes of dragon ball z where goku just charges up kamehameha for half an episode and it just whiffs yeah Athens, man <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Out of the tray. 15. You have a hero point. I'm not using a hero. Nah. Uh, Built different. Damn, dude. Damn. That was the most epic introduction for the spell, too. You're like, uh, I was like, wow, I really see it. I know. It, it would have been a, a nice spell. That's a, that's a really good spell, but unfortunately, a 15 is not enough. All right. That's his whole turn. All right. Drake's up again. All right, let's go with some attacks. That is a 28 to hit. Period. Critical hit. Yes. Woo! Sorry, I did that right into my... Woo! 
I rolled an 18 on die. I have a plus 10. Okay. I trusted you. Uh, 6 plus 4, 10 plus 4, 14. Yeah, he's looking. You see, like, the swarm, like, is just, like, <laughs> Oh. It's looking rough, and you have two more actions. They would have TPK'd us. We're going to attack again. No, I think we're smart enough to try to get away from it. As a 14 on die, 19. A 19 hits. <sighs> wow. That is 8 damage. And Drake kills the the last of the swarm. Wow. We forgot to do something at the end of Ubiquitous' turn. Oh, he's poisoned. Yeah. Ubiquitous needs to give me a uh, fortitude save. Do I need to do that? You will need to do it also. Can I do it now? Yeah. Also, uh, Levi also gave me a fortitude save. We'll just do all three he now. He really took a risk there, and it just did not work out. But that is a... It's not bad. It's an 18. It's flat, right? Or fortitude? It's a fortitude save. Okay. What did... Uh, Got an 18. I'm going to re-roll that. Okay. I'm going to use my hero point. It was a crit- hero point or your halfling luck? Halfling luck, halfling luck. Because you haven't you haven't used halfling luck today, right? I di- uh, Not today, no. no. I'm going to okay. use halfling luck. I'm okay. going to re-roll. That would have been a critical failure. Oh, no. Okay, that, that's more like it. What did, uh, uh, what did Levi get? Uh, hold on one second. Oh, uh, that's a 20. Wait, no, not even. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. 21. 21. Okay. Uh, 21. Drake? <laughs> uh, that is a 12. Okay. And what did, uh, Ubiquitous get? He got an 18 on the 42. So, I'll start with the good news. Levi is no longer poisoned. He, I'm he built different. Poison. Built different. Ubiquitous takes five points of damage. He's down. <laughs> oh, shit. He, he drops to the floor. Drake takes two points of damage. Oh. So Ubiquitous <laughs> is dying one? Yeah. Okay, then I guess we have to stay in initiative order. Um, Levi, it's your turn. So there's nothing that I could literally do right now, dude. I'm just a barbarian. This is so then, lame, man. Then we'll this skip through. So yeah, skip my turn. To Kin. Okay, so Kin notices that, you know, the swarm is gone thanks to Drake, which she's really impressed by, even though... He's kind of a mess and a hobgoblin. She's like, okay, okay, this is fine. <laughs> and um, she notices that Ubiquitous falls. So she's going to um, run over. It's 25 feet, so it's within her feet. She's going to use her spell. Um, she's going to use a spell called Soothe. It's two actions, which are her remaining two. So basically, like mechanics-wise... Um, the target regains 1d10 plus 4 hit points when I cast it, um, and gains a plus 2 status bonus to saves against mental effects, which in this case doesn't, yeah, doesn't really apply. apply. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's gonna, you know, like crouch down mm-hmm. and um, put her hands on Ubiquitous, and she's just gonna like uh, mutter a couple things. Uh, Nori is sitting on her shoulder. And Nori is like also like, you know, mm-hmm. putting doing in work. bad things. Mm-hmm. And let me roll the d20. I'm gonna sing a song right now while I pull out the d20. Hey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hey, you said we wouldn't need a d10. Okay, I, said, I said you wouldn't need the d percentage. Mm. All right. <clears throat> D10s are very much a thing. Drum roll. Um, eight plus four. So 12, 12 points of health. 12 that'll, points of health. That'll do. That'll do. 
That'll do, Ken. And it do. is Ubiquitous's turn again. So Ubiquitous is like, <laughs> and looks up and sees uh, Ken over over him, and is like, thank you, thank you, uh, thank you very much. I, I, please don't let me do something like that again. Um, and he. Question: Does that remove any um, of the poison or anything? No. Okay. Oh, it doesn't. So, so he still has to do the fortitude save. Yeah, and he—I mean—he could do something like uh, if he has healer's tools, he could um, try to treat poison on himself. Yeah, so that's what he's gonna do. Are we still in combat order? Yeah, yes. that's why I was oh, asking. Yeah, poison. Too. So yeah, he's going to try to treat wounds on himself or treat poison on himself. Okay. Okay, so it's just a medicine check against the poison's DC. That's what it says. Yes, it is. Eighteen. I'm sorry, but that is a failure. Okay. <gasps> Uh, do you have anything else ridiculous. to use with your last two actions? I honestly think this poison's DC is, is way too high. But After you attempt to treat a poison for a creature, you can't try again until after the next time that creature attempts to save against the poison. Well, you're about to save. so You can't try more than once in the same round, pretty okay. much. Okay. And so what were you saying? Do you, want, do you have anything else you want to do in your turn with your two actions, or do you want to go for your saving throw? I'm not going to do anything else except tell everyone to gather around him, to gather around me. Because he's going to heal. He's going to heal everyone. Okay. Now give me your uh, fortitude saving throw. Okay. So I failed the, f- I failed the fortitude check. What was it? It was a nine. E, so seven. you take seven points of damage. All right. Damn. And it's now Dreyek's turn. Um, Dreyek's still poisoned also, right? Yes. But I'm just pre-rolling it. Do you want me to do a 42 check? Uh, are you doing anything else with your turn? I don't think I can do anything. Are you going to uh, move to... Like, uh, would I know something? Like, maybe if I can find, like, some... Well, he no, it's called it's out a, telling yeah. everyone to, to yeah, get okay, to Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll move. I'll and move if towards. you're trained in medicine, you could also try to treat poison. No. No, 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 no. All right, so I'll just move, uh, just move myself towards uh, Ubiquitous. Ubiquitous, and I'm going to just do my... Fortitude save. Can I get a bonus to that? Because I am a steel-skinned hobgoblin. What did it say your bonus was? Apparently, it doesn't give me a bonus. It just reduced the DC from 15 to 13. Like, the flat DC to get over poison damage is reduced from 15 to 13. I guess it's minus two. I guess, yeah. I'm going to say, you know, it's a minus two to this. Okay. Or the DC is two less. That is uh, nine plus nine, 18. Even with a minus two, that's not enough. What so the heck? Thing, I, I, I'll just let you know, I the DC is 21. So oh, that's so God, high. Dude. I have a plus five to fortitude. I'd have to roll. Yeah. Okay. I have plus nine and then a minus two for DC, and I still haven't beat it yet. Yeah, you, you made yeah. it 90. So you take eight points of damage. Jonan's turn. I do nothing. <laughs> you do nothing? Do you move closer? I'll just come closer because I, I said for everybody to come closer. Yeah, I, I gather uh, next to uh, Ubiquitous. Okay, and Kin, your turn. Cool. So isn't Levi also um, poisoned? No, no, he no, passes oh, fortitude save. So Kin, since she's crouched down next to um, Ubiquitous, says, "Hey, um, can you can you pass me those tools you have?" Oh, the uh, Mahila's tools. Yeah, can you pass me those? Uh, uh, sure. Here, here you go. They might do you better than me. So one action to take the tools. And she's going to roll a medicine check. Which kind? Tree poison? Tree poison. So it's, it's not going to be enough. It's seven plus five. No, not enough. 
How is this man um, still poisoned? He, ubiquitous is turn. Why? Well, oh, have you have one more, more act. No, you have one. One. Yeah, then I'll do it <gasps> on um, Drake. And she's like, ubiquitous. You're gone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Next, next patient. I got a 15, so I got a 20. Still not enough. Jesus. Nope. Um. I'm sorry, guys. A 20 is not enough. So ubiquitous, you're up. Ubiquitous is going to use all three actions to do uh, a heal spell. That's a 30 foot emanation. And the wasp come back to life. Oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what that's going to do is um, it's going to be just <laughs> it's going to be just one d8, but it's for everybody. Five. So five points. I mean, that's something. Thank you. It's something. It's something. And now give me your uh, fortitude save. Let me just add this to my hit points real quick. I gotta get a 16 or higher, otherwise. I'm dropped again. I'm going to use a hero point. Ugh. A five and then a six. So you take six points of damage. Okay. It's Drake's turn. That is a uh, 22. Okay, you pass. You are no longer poisoned. God bless. Should we just skip back to me? Uh, unless Kin wants to try a treat poison thing. Oh, I can do that again? It's every time he tries to save, it opens it up so you could try again. Wow, I'm so used to like not being able to do anything medicine related for so I long. Tree poison, your your yeah, you can't try again until the next time. Yeah, so okay, you can try again. It was a nine. Total. Total. Okay, ubiquitous's turn. Do you want to try to do tree, tree poison po- on myself? So yeah, I just use one action to take the healer's tools back, <laughs> and I try again on myself. <laughs> yeah, they're just like passing back and forth. Natural one. That did not work. Which means you take damage, right? No, it takes a minus two to your next saving throw. On treat poison? Critical failure. Your effect, your efforts cause the creature to take a minus two penalty. Yeah, to this will be save. the longest session we've ever done. Ten hours. All right, give me your fortitude save. I got an 18. Yeah! Wait, wait, what's the... What, what, guys, what's the total? So minus two is 16 plus five for my fortitude is 21. Sheesh. DC 21. Sheesh. Ubiquitous is healed from his poison. You killed oh the wasps. No one died. <laughs> and we'll pick this up next week. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Wow. Fuck wow. wasps. Okay. We all wasps are just asshole bees. Yeah, man. Jeez. Wasps Christ. canceled. <laughs>